1: It's be pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like, Forrest Gump,
2: dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean
1: it was unsinkable. Okay. All right, all right. All right. I want you each to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. Oh, I got one for you. My name is
3: Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Disrespect Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back to another edition of the Just Press Play Podcast. We have the crew with us, LJ Pops, and Uncle Tony is gracing us with his appearance again. Thank you. What's What's going on, guys? Let's go. Hello. Hello. We got some stuff to get into. uh, Hard Knocks just got kicked off. Uh, Of course, they got America's team, so we get to watch. Uh, It's not like the Cowboys don't get enough attention on national television. So they do their own reality TV show also. Um, So I'm sure we'll get into that. We got some other stuff. I do want to... You know, last time we talked, we talked a little Olympics, and I kind of wanted to put a bow on the Olympic talks with something I don't know if we discussed. It's something I've stumbled across, and I want to know if y'all did. Did y'all see a sport that we didn't talk about one of us competing in? Was the race walking? I don't think did you oh, mention no, that? no, we
1: didn't mention that. No, that's <laughs> oh sport. my my oh hell yes! What
3: is that? <laughs> the, it's it's these, these people. There's a male female one, and they they race walking. They're walking, but there's like strict rules to where like one foot can't leave the ground until the other foot hits the ground, and yeah. like the the leg has to stay straight until it, it's crazy what that, the way they do it, but. I wanted to calculate it out, and I, you know, I didn't do my math ahead of time. But and pops, maybe <laughs> you can help me out with this. So the guy that won it, a Poland guy, David Tamala, he won gold. He ran or er, raced, walked fifty kilometers, which I've calculated out is about thirty-one miles. All right, pops, that's thirty-one miles. He did it in three hours and fifty minutes. Can you tell me what that is a, a, a mile? So he did fifty. Wait, he did how many miles in what time? Thirty-one miles in three yeah. hours and fifty minutes. I'm telling you, they race walk faster than I run.
1: Yeah, oh, shit, that's
3: nine and a half miles an hour. What? That's, so what? What's his? Pay, so the, okay, so his mile. What? What is his average mile time? That's what
1: he's going nine and a, and mile a half miles. Every, well, nine and a no, nine miles. half miles. Yeah,
3: but uh, <laughs> so each mile is what's... I'm asking, how many minutes? Like eight minute mile, nine minute mile, 10 minute mile. Like, what's his mile? Not his hour, miles an hour. I, I, just dumb it down for me. How many hours? How many hours is it taken? Three hours and 50 minutes to do 31 miles. And 50
1: or 15? 50-50. Oh, oh, okay. 50. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I did wrong. And I'm
3: trying to get his average mile time. That's what like a, a runner average. Like, they like look at their splits on a mile. Four time. and I'm a half. to get his mile time.
1: I think he's Three, running like an, seven
3: or walking or like an eight to nine minute mile, or maybe yeah, better, which no. is about insane. An
1: eight.
2: It's That's about like seven point nine. I'm, getting I'm just, too.
3: I'm just telling you. If you go on the treadmill and you put it for a, the pace of an eight minute mile, <laughs> you ain't walking. You're not
1: walking. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what, when I go walk, I mean, I walk four miles in one hour. So, quick math, that's four miles an hour. And ain't nobody passing me. Ain't nobody (laughs) passing this old man that's walking. Now, they surround us passing.
2: Can they listen to Rage Against the Machine while they walk?
1: Yeah. I mean, they ought to if they want to stick with (laughs) to.
2: I mean. I I think they're not
3: allowed to have anything playing because, like, you know, in the Olympics, you can't have music because they use music to kind of time their their runs out. And so, that's a performance, or it's a PED. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this is the part the there, there's you know as there always is how the the sausage is made apparently there's an ugly side of race walking and uh there's not a pretty off- side of it let's be honest <laughs> yeah, well wondering. so these guys I the winner was seen the winner was seen with a sponge and his sponge was used for different uh bathrooms that he had he had, he had diarrhea and he was had a sponge it was cleaning it and just squeezing it. And like it's on picture, it's on video. It is de- disgusting. And he's just like, he's like as he's doing this fast race walk, he's stuffing a sponge down his pants. I'm sorry the the listener can't see what, what I'm doing here. Stuffing a sponge down his not, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not sorry it out. and then goes squeeze, 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 I and then you to see going. what you're
1: doing. <laughs>
3: <Good>. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. These people that's are insane. Like, I guess that's what it takes to get a gold medal. I mean dedication to your sport.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I think if I had diarrhea, I don't think I'd compete. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's uh,
3: it for me.
2: If
1: I'm a swimmer, I'm in, you know. yeah, (laughs) I'm a swimmer, maybe. (laughs) Get that turbo boost. Well, because you know the solution is dilution.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. And that's the wrap-up on our Olympic (laughs) That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you for
4: listening. (laughs) We'll be here all week to Drink the Lord. Get
0: out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. This is Brother Andrew again. Um yep. and I just I wanted to call in and, and talk to you a little bit about what we was talking about the other week, um, with Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room, yeah. 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 I you know, I was musing around in my mentals while I was sitting on the toilet last night and of I just I was thinking what a what a beautiful what a beautiful application right. that that truly is. Yeah. Um, it it takes all of the the good things of, of podcasting. Right. Um, and leaves all of the the, the nonsense behind. And yep. here's how. Okay. It's live. Oh it is completely live. Yeah. So you got you got people up sitting on Spotify Green Room. Talking about live events together, yeah, in real time. That's true. It's like it, it's if you have a if if you have a Twitter, I don't have a Twitter, right? But if you have a Twitter, I imagine it'd be a lot like live tweeting something, yeah. From what I've heard, right. But with uh, just in just 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 in audio form, right? Yeah, pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's um,
2: okay. It's okay. It's fine.
0: So I was thinking maybe we could maybe you could tell me a little bit about how I go about getting getting on something
2: like that okay so so my understanding i learned this last uh week i think but uh you get like you get on your google play store or your apple what's the apple it's the app store right um so well, you, yeah so you get on that and then you search up spotify green room and then you just spotify Greenroom. you just download it from there that's all you have and to it's do free. and it's free and it's i mean it's live it's audio i mean it's good it's uh there's Sports fans, insiders, athletes, executives, all of them are there. I mean, every single one of them.
0: these executives on this thing?
2: There are tons of executives on this thing, yeah.
0: Here's what I'm... Because I've been looking for a job, okay. and I imagine you might could get into there and talk to someone. Maybe they take taking applications. All I'm saying is there's a wide variety of people on this thing that it seems like you can talk to about pretty much anything. Yeah. And I actually Um, think
2: that's a good idea. If you put in like an application somewhere, see if an executive from that company is on Spotify green room, and then you can reach out to somebody on Spotify green room and ask questions. Just check
0: on that application. Right. Just to, just to do, just to do simple business. Right. It's really all (laughs) it comes down to. Right. Um, and so I just, I don't know, man, I was just, I was thinking about it and I really do think it's, it's the wave of the future. Spotify Green Room. Spotify Room. Get
2: lost in the ears. <laughs> Musing your mentals.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and now they got we gotta talk a little a little hard knock. So as as the people are listening, to this they're probably gearing up to hear to watch uh, episode two. Or maybe you just did. This will come out a little before episode two, but episode one just aired the other day. Um Pops, I know you um Maybe begrudgingly so, but you root for the Dallas Cowboys. What you think about uh about Hard Knocks episode one?
1: Well, I just think if Mike McCartney McCarthy wasn't so overweight, I would like him better, did you? Did you? He did, did not Did you hear that idiotic well. thing Skip Bayless Skip Bayless said? No, what? Yeah,
3: well, what? everything Skip Bay- Well, you could have just anything yeah, he's Skip in trouble says for is it probably too, that.
1: Well, and actually, yeah. I mean, I'm getting a little off topic, but he he just said he he wasn't really horrible about it, but boy, people are jumping all over. him, and it tickles me because I'm Skip Bayless is low, low, low we're huge low on fans list. on this
3: show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so uh in in that, the reason that clip went real viral was not his terrible take on McCarthy, which was basically he's a bad coach because he's fat, but also <laughs> like Jenny Taft, who is the 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 woman anchor who's kind of in between him and Shannon, she like bounces like hits back like there's, I don't think you can judge a coach on how big they are. I've seen big coaches I mean, win. Like, and he's a pretty
1: big boy. Well, <laughs> and, and he's he got but,
3: Lombardi. But Skip tries to, like, he tries to pull a, a move where he just shuts her up and he's just like, okay, thanks for your opinion. That's not what you're here for. And she, like, she doesn't let it go, though. She, Jenny Tapp was like, um, I'm on the desk. I can talk when I'm ready to talk, and I have time right now. I'm talking. I <laughs> mean, and, and you God, must be an, an idiot, idiot if killed. I'm willing
2: to take Stephen A. Smith over you, and I would over Skip Bayless, straight up.
3: <laughs> Skip's terrible.
2: Well one
1: other, he, one other thing I wanted to say about uh, hard about knocks. Skip
2: or Hard Knocks. No Hard
1: Knocks. <laughs> okay. I was thinking
3: a, we need to move on from. Let's yeah, all we don't even
1: owe him that much time. Um, a guy that really stood out to me was that uh, Parsons guy, that linebacker. Um. Oh my! He looks like a character, Micah. and he looks like he is really talented. Um,
3: you know what I love? I love the moment where you can tell, and you know the hard knocks cameras caught it. But the moment, like all the other NFLers, realize, like, oh shit, he's like fast, fast, like yeah, he's yeah. he's first round fast. Like you can tell, there's there's fast guys, and then you hear guys going, "Damn, eleven's fast. Yeah, like, he's moving.
1: Yeah." yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. him manning that. What
3: about defense. what about linebackers? Where I, I don't know. I, I will like it. It's just my brain hasn't figured out yet. The, like the linebackers in single digits and elevens. I'll get there. I like it. I think it'll be cool eventually. It's just my brain's not ready for that yet.
2: I love it. I'm in. Let's go. I'm I'm
4: waiting for that statistic that some goofball out there is going to say, well, you know, there was 35% greater interceptions this year because the quarterbacks weren't able to discern between the well, that's just, wide yeah. receivers and linebackers because of the single digits.
1: Uh, Their jerseys are usually different. <laughs> I mean, I think that fired fire matter. that quarterback for sure. <laughs> nah, it don't matter.
3: <laughs> you know, one thing on Hard Knocks where I I, I liked, we, we kind of got to peel back the curtain where Dak Prescott doesn't really talk a whole lot. They kind of let – like we kind of learned a little more about Dak, and he seems like a super likable dude, which I already thought he was. But do we have to start with the ankle sideways? Like we we saw the replay a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. I couldn't we watch it. We could have just talked about it and not showed the replay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: It's I good. didn't watch. I turned away. Yeah, it's good I television it though. It's good television. Yeah.
3: What what do you think, Tony? Which was something you thought about the episode? Uh, just- you know, I.
4: I didn't get to see the all the way through. I, the two things I take away is, you know, I it's it's been my opinion it's all it's not it's almost always a bad thing to be on Hard Knocks, and uh, because you you're always either getting some inflated opinion about your team or a negative opinion about somebody. Not the somebody. Cowboys. Not the Cowboys, Yeah, of <laughs> course not the Cowboys. But so I always hate seeing them, and and you, there's all these questions that come out of Hard Knocks, and and but. I would say this. Zeke Elliott looks good, so um, uh, that's a good thing. I mean, he 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 looks in shape. So he and Dak Dak both look
1: in shape. They look. It
3: didn't look like Zeke's had a a a situation where he's coming. He's kind of done the thing where I'm going to play my weight, play my way into shape, and he looked. He looked to me, and and which this is on Hard knock, so they can make anybody. I feel like they HBO has a way of making who they want look good and look bad sometimes. And and Zeke yeah. did look good though. He looked athletic. Yeah. He looked fit. Uh he he doesn't look like he can wrap a, a birthday present. Which at twenty six, <laughs> he's never wrapped a present before. That's <laughs> kind of wild to me. <laughs> I don't wrap a present good, but I've wrapped one before twenty six. I feel that like. was the worst yeah. wrapping of any present I've ever seen. Ever, um,
4: ever. I mean all the. Of- <laughs> It's y'all incredible. must have not ever seen me wrap a present.
1: So just <laughs> you, tell you, you have
2: got it, to do it better than Ezekiel Elliott. I guarantee you I do
1: a little stand at the mall, you know, at the gift wrapping store at the mall. You. and You know, I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. see, I'm
3: more, I'm more on Tony's side Wait. where I mean, I'm not rapping a gift I, I y'all, y'all
4: were paid to yeah. rap. <laughs> yeah, could I follow up with that for a second? So, Liv, oh, please. when, so you were a professional gift wrapper. Did you have to wear an elf costume?
1: No, no. And professional is probably a strong uh, term. <laughs> um, it was like it was for some charity or something, you know, okay. and it was for donations only. So, I mean, so literally I did get paid for wrapping presents, which does make me a professional. A professional, yeah. yeah, that's the definition.
4: Uh, so
1: <laughs> that's good to know. That's uh, good to know. Rapping,
2: rapping presents is where I learned about giraffe fights. So it will always be an important part of my life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, those okay. two, i don't understand i, I mean i guess you're watching youtube but this was like the, yeah how this those was when youtube together. became like a
2: thing you could watch on your phones was when i was doing this and some guy said you got to check this shit out and showed me a and draft. For all the
3: listeners all the listeners out there if you're like what the hell is lj talking about just youtube giraffe fights and you'll probably sit there for at least six or seven minutes and just be amazed yeah it's incredible it's incredible um, so LJ, you're the you're the lone one here that's not a Cowboys fan. What did you think about America's team getting thrown on the on the HBO cameras so, for an hour? So a my week?
2: biggest takeaway is I I really resonated with that backup lineman that wanted to taste that cake. I bet that cake yes, was really good. Yes. <laughs> so
3: they throw that cake in that lineman out of breath. I love it. He's out of Brent He's like, I want to try I want to try the cake. I want to try the cake.
2: The seagulls get to eat it, that lineman doesn't.
3: The most relatable moment of the entire episode. Yeah. I'm sitting here at my house, going, "That cake, like damn, good. yeah, it looked like a lemon
2: cake. These yeah. are millionaires. I bet that was like an eight hundred dollar cake. Like honestly, right? So uh, I bet that. I was wonder a good if I had
3: a moment when that cake was there. Like Dak looked like he was getting ready to throw the cake, and as the episode showed, he had some so- shoulder issues. I wonder if someone's <laughs> sitting there, like Dak, don't throw it. Dak, don't throw it. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. <laughs> Um, he hasn't thrown a ball all day, but then he throws a cake or something. That would be hilarious. I also,
2: as a, as someone who's recently gotten into bike riding, I loved seeing all of them riding bikes. And it looked a lot cooler than I probably do. But uh, <laughs> uh, that was cool to see. But like, so I'll oh, go ahead.
1: Well, they need to adjust their seats, don't <laughs> they, they? I mean, do. they're so all like, <laughs> good God, adjust your seat. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, it's like a little kid riding a bike or something. Or, <laughs> they was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, But I think the
2: big thing I took away from it, honestly, from like a like a football standpoint is I actually. So McCarthy was trying to get uh, Dak off the field to like go get, uh, you know, screened and tested and and then start doing the therapy or whatever. But it looked like to me that the Cowboys actually have like both Dak and Zeke are like there as like true leaders. And before Dak left the field, he let Zeke know like, hey, I'm going off. Make sure they keep working. I, I just think yeah. that's really good for the Cowboys. I, I I don't expect the Cowboys to be, you know, the end all be all any year, but uh, you know, that's that's a good sign. That's a good sign for their future and a good sign for this year, honestly. So
3: I don't, I've kind of I've, you know you hear about this and and you see things, but Dak does to me look like a real a real leader. Like yeah. there was times where he did like like I I like I'm not I'm with the coaches and maybe. they're he is hurt, but it's a shoulder thing. It wasn't what they were taking him out for. But I get why they were trying to limit his reps. But I like my guy to be like, I'll tell you when I'm ready to come out. I'd rather my guy want to play all the time. Like if, if you're ready yeah. to come out, then you're probably not all. Uh, Tom Brady's yeah. not asking to come out. I know LJ loves anytime we can mention Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. So <laughs> let's go. All back. Oh, Dak will drop an F-bomb for sure, won't he? Speaking <laughs> of F-bombs, Dan Quinn, does
2: Dan he know how Quinn to get a dude. sentence
3: out without an F-bomb?
1: <laughs> I
4: like that. I do like that.
2: I mean, for a DC, that's what you expect though. That's that's yeah, true. that's not you attitude. don't end up on the offensive side of the ball without dropping F bombs. So
4: attitude.
2: Or with dropping
3: uh, bombs. You know, my biggest takeaway from, from the episode, I think, was one, this, is, this one's not a takeaway because we all knew this. It's got to be no, annoying coaching with Jerry Jones as your owner because <laughs> there was that one press conference where you could, they kinda, you could see on Michael McCarthy's face. He's like, why am I even here? Because Jerry was just like getting ready to go to the tears about how bad he wants to win and just being Jerry. But then what? Real, my biggest takeaway was Jerry – the salt he had he was eating like a a sausage biscuit from mcdonald's and just loaded that bad boy with salt jerry's not a young guy what's the sodium level looking he's not even at the
2: meetings for covid risk but he's he's gonna have that sodium boy
3: it's one thing when you're at the house and something needs a little salt It, it looked i'm pretty sure it was either like a mcgriddle or a sausage biscuit from from uh McDonald's. And I'm just telling you, McDonald's has plenty of sodium already in <laughs> this. So, they don't need more salt. That did not look
2: like a McDonald's product. That is something like Oxnard, like artisanal breakfast
3: pancake sandwich. <laughs> well, then maybe, maybe he has some. I thought it looked like a McDonald's biscuit You didn't
2: see that big old like- M printed on that pancake, did you?
1: No, it's <laughs> like a Panera would- bread or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> this is the
3: callback here but it wouldn't be a mcgriddle correct if oh was, you're right that would McGriddles. be a McGriddles.
0: i'm sorry McGriddles. i'm sorry because for all
3: the grammar people out there <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think but uh, i kind of you know didn't care that much for the the, the mojo moment, like the Austin Powers thing. Like, mojo, it like it's insane. I will hard. say, can yeah.
2: I say I think that's a cool idea to like say, like, hey, we're gonna be in a game situation, you're not gonna be able to play yes I think that's totally cool. I think like making it like, oh, well, we're referencing a movie, look how quirky we are. That
3: was kind of dumb.
2: Uh that sorry. was like
3: I felt like that was extra for the hard knocks. Yeah, it was Mike McCarthy showing
2: like. his like his comedy cred, I guess, uh, which is fine. But I did <laughs> like the concept. I like the yeah, comedy. Cool. okay, Agree. I'm with you.
4: He's, yeah. he's no Louis
3: Anderson. <laughs> 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 wow. Speaking of, Deep uh, I do have I, have do, I do have one follow up McCarthy thought. It was funny. You remember, like he got hired because he he like his year off when he was fired. He talked about how. He, he like really tried to learn analytics and he did the thing where yeah. all of us do where he said like yeah i'm fluent in excel i don't even know if he knows how to open excel but he's at one point talking about uh, dak prescott at the at the beginning he goes when you sit him out his numbers at 548 i don't know what his number what that number record, but he just but he said it like four times because i think he just thinks it makes him yeah, sound smart he's like his number yeah. he's at 548 we got it's time for him to go how do we let him get to 548
2: so he's trained, shout out he's to trained in excel so you know, trust him.
3: Um, before, at wrapping up with Hard Knocks, I kind of wanted to have a little bit of football talk, just because we didn't, we weren't, we didn't record. I guess this happened Sunday, but uh, did y'all catch any of the Hall of Fame stuff?
4: You know, I caught. I
3: just caught Peyton Manning's speech, and it, 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 you would be surprised. Peyton Manning really good with the mic in front of him. He was funny. He was smart. It was. He, he had some some touching moments with him and his dad. It was really cool, and, and I. I like seeing some of that uh, Hall of Fame stuff.
4: Yeah, I missed the Hall of Fame. I was engaged on something else, so I did miss the Hall of Fame ceremony. But uh, I'll I'll make sure I YouTube it because there's there's always some good blubbering going on on that from people you don't expect. So I'll I'll make sure to, to tune in for it.
3: Manny's was good, and then I started thinking. I, I Googled up to see what was coming up next year, and there's some notable first-time eligible uh, players coming up, and I wanted to get your guys' take if you think any or all or, or of which of these would, okay. would be elected on their first time. So we have right. we have first-time eligibles in 2022, DeMarcus Ware, Steve Smith Sr., Andre Johnson, Robert Mathis, and Quan Bolden, Vince Wilfork, and one that is one of the more interesting ones to me, Devin Hester. Does
1: any of those
3: pops, does any of those like right away you go, that's a that's a first ballot?
1: Well, I don't for some reason when you said Anquan Bolden, that was the kind of one of the names that stood out to me and I'm not exactly really? sure why. Yeah, I really liked him. I thought he was a very good receiver, but I mean, but that's reaching. No, nobody just jumped out as a sure fire first ballot hall of famer out of that group
3: tonight. lj i want to ask you first is this just my bias hitting me de- to me demarcus where i could see it
2: yeah first i mean ballot. i think <clears throat> i don't know that i don't know i don't think i'd put him first ballot i think i put devin hester over him honestly i think oh yeah
3: well devin hester's an interesting one because i don't he's think unique. he's a better he's not a better like football player than those guys but he is the best returner I think we've ever. seen. Well, there were seen. ten like years it's, it's, where
2: football changed because Devin Hester existed. That's a
3: fact. I think. Yeah. So, but does he get skewed because he wasn't a good receiver? He wasn't a good. quarterback? I don't care. If I'm no. a voter,
2: if I'm I, a voter, I don't care at all.
3: I
4: I think Devin I think Hester's. I agree. Yeah, I think Devin Hester is a first ballot. Uh, because of that, I mean, he set he has set numerous NFL records, and so
0: that's fair. Uh,
4: yeah, so I I think you see him as a first ballot. And Vince Wilfork's probably a first. Ballot.
2: I think the question that gets asked a lot, and I think Vince Wilfork Vince Wilfork falls into this, is uh, how many years were you the best at your position? Um,
3: well, that's why I thought Demarcus Ware had a shot. and Demarcus was, Ware like, is up there. But I think where... like
2: a lot of his career, he was he was also like uh, when he was most successful, he was shadowed by Von Miller. Yeah um and with the cowboys he was the man uh most successful meaning super bowl
0: winner
3: okay yeah, yes 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 well it's a lot of okay <laughs> that'll make a difference okay. that's a difference super bowl
2: maker winner. Um, he yeah. didn't
3: host a, tro- a lombardi trophy at dallas because he was at dallas so yeah. he, he went to a, he went <laughs> we to a competent Branches. But uh, but no I
2: mean Von Miller or, I'm sorry let's talk about Von Miller uh DeMarcus <laughs> no. Ware DeMarcus Ware we get here DeMarcus Ware is Almost. definitely like he he's on the list Drew and Locke. I wouldn't be shocked yet Drew Locke is a Hall of Famer wait I'm sorry um <laughs> 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 But uh, no, I think uh, I think DeMarcus Weir is probably uh, he, he's he's a Hall of Famer in my book. I don't think there's a lot of question for me. But first ballot's tough. I um, mean, it depends on who's still Steve the
3: Smith was interesting Steve to Steve Smith. I mean, Steve Smith had I, some years where
2: was he ever the best receiver playing? And then you also compare him to who'd you say? David Johnson and Quan Bolden. I think Andre Johnson, Anquan. Andre Johnson, Andre Johnson. And- sorry, uh, wrong name. Uh, but both of these people, I think, were more successful than Steve Smith in most of Steve Smith's career.
3: Um, I think Steve Smith probably gets in because he was kind of because the story of him being the the shorter receiver, but he was still the go up and get it, and also the tough guy on teams. Oh, he was the yak yeah. guy, right? Uh, so I think he gets it eventually. But you're right, LJ. I, I think to be a Hall of Famer, especially to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, there needs to be an extended period of time where you were the best, like Aaron Donald is right now, like the yeah. best at your position.
2: And so, and, and so, Will Forks on that as list. Much like right? Smith, Will Forks he wasn't. definitely on the list.
3: Well, yeah, Wolford's interesting Wilford. a little bit because he was at that position where he doesn't really gain stats, like he doesn't get a lot of stats, but he was vital to those Patriots teams that that obviously – Every team would have given up any amount of
2: money to have Vince Wolford.
3: I think that's – Yeah. A I mean,
4: yeah. it's you know, it's funny that Wolford and Hester are in this uh, class together because both Just of because
2: them – Just because their sizes? Because <laughs> Wolford is <laughs> different. Yeah, right? it's- Devin Hester's. Yeah, the it's- two extremes of the human physique. Jack's-
4: Jack Spratt and his wife, but um, they uh, they um, were not necessarily a, these big stat machines, right? Like Wolfark never led the league in tackles or anything like that, but they changed the game of football. Yeah, yeah. Wolfark really changed the game to three to a three four defense because yeah. of his ability to cover the gaps in the middle, and he changed the game. Hester's ability to uh, uh, on special teams. Change the game, uh, m- much like Billy White Shoes Johnson, but e- even better. So, um, I-, I-, I that's why I think they're first ballot guys, and the other ones you you got to make them stand out. It's like you know, Kurt Warner didn't have a really long career, he didn't set a bunch of uh, you know, career records, but he had two phenomenal years, and uh, and he's a hall of famer. I-, I can't remember if he's first ballot or not. I, I Think Kurt Warner's first ballot. I think he, first bat, I yeah. think he
3: got but there. Yeah, that that also Rams media year darling, was
2: just really helps him out.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, it does.
4: Yeah, and, and, you know, anytime you're bagging groceries before you get an NFL job, a you're gonna get you got a good Hall story.
3: That's yeah. Went to Super Bowl with two teams. Yeah, yeah.
4: So, but but I don't see that kind of story in, in any of the other guys. I mean, Andre Johnson and Quan Bolden were really good receivers, but they weren't that big. Steve Smith is yeah. probably going to be the closest, but. Again. Uh, Can I throw he was out a, a he was
2: pro D-wear? Several wear. times.
4: He was an all-pro several times. I, I, I will say that. He, I'm gonna, I, four or five or six all-pro seasons,
2: probably. Yeah, probably. I'm going to throw out a pro D-wear argument, though. Edge Rushers Please. were not a thing before he was a Cowboy, really, right? No.
4: Not in the same they way D-wear was. He, I Charles mean, Haley. Okay, they I, I think they were. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, they, were, they were. And DeMarcus Ware was probably... The first, like, specimen, <laughs>
3: you know, I think the I do think if you go back and look, you'll be. I, I, don't, I don't have the stats pulled up in front of him, but if you go back and look, I think you'd be surprised at 10 years of every single he just was one of those where he never had a year where either it was bad or hurt. Yeah. Like, he had 10 years where he was, if not first in sacks, like right there in the top yeah. three, probably yeah. 15.
1: He plus. probably is. I
3: bet he's, I, I would bet all time sacks leaders, is. he's probably. Top five I do think I think he changed the amount of time quarterbacks have to drop back. Now I think that's D-Ware's fault. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. I like Tony's uh, what Tony was saying. Where guys who kind of changed something. Where like Vince Wilfork, we all thought the three four uh, defense was you got to get a, a Lawrence Taylor, you got to get somebody <coughs> on the edge, and then you realize oh, also that guy in the middle that can clog up three human beings yeah. is pretty damn important. Yeah, and if you have that, the uh, the edge guys will be fine. And then Devin Hester, people are now drafting return guys in the third round, trying yeah. on them because yeah. they anybody you're just trying to hit a Devin Hester. So, you so know, somebody just,
1: speaking of Wolford, Albert Haynesworth could have been that kind of guy. I mean, I think he had, the, and, and he just blew it. I mean, he, I mean, that, he flat, what a waste of talent. Yeah. Anyway.
4: yeah, anyway, anyway. Way to come out of left field for that lift. Good job. That's
1: right. <laughs> well, I, I agree. I think I agree. I'm re- I'm changing my mind. I think y'all I think now Hester and Wolfork maybe cuz I think you're I think though, that y'all kind of hit a key. They kind of changed things a little bit. They Change were the something. best at their position for a period yeah. of time for sure.
4: This and, Yeah. This uh-huh. may be the year that a lot of second, third year, fourth year guys get in cause I just I, there was, was
1: something watching there was something
3: watching those those Hester, especially at the Bears, usually you know punts is when you go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, Devin Hester at the, yeah. when he was at the, that was like must see TV. Like not I, even if he didn't turn it. Like how are they going to do it? Are they going to kick to him? Are they going to kick straight out of bounds? Like what? It was must see TV. Oh, he television. ruined
2: the the ability to pee during the Super Bowl that one year for me because it's yeah. like you can't miss the commercials, you can't miss the football, you can miss the kickoffs and the punts until he returned the first kickoff. Nope. So. <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> People may not care about
4: this, and I know this is not the reason he's going to get in the Hall of Fame, but Devin Hester was the first defensive player ever drafted in the Razorback Fantasy Football League because <laughs> you drafted a Chicago defense they might to get double points that, yeah. for his return, and then you drafted him to get the double points for his return. And, it, as, and Devin Hester scored like 10, 12 times that year. Dude, it was a winner. Yeah, it was worth it. It was a winner, so I think they might Paul cite that for in this case. Actually, yeah.
3: <laughs> they, they <They're>, probably will. Signs <laughs> still delivered. If that, it's already done. That's a done deal. And I keep, keep not <laughs> I, I can't I uh, can't not talk about returns. Just, I, just for LJ's sake, I do want to just oh, mention no. return man Dante. No, Hall, shut all down. the times he did All the times he didn't. Da- Specifically, the one. The, the oh, no, no go go, go, go one. Eighty four. <laughs> No.
2: I still have nightmares about
3: Dante Hall. (laughs) We have much more coming, including our winners and losers. But first, a word from our sponsors
0: Pew, pew, pew. It's a way for us all to be able, it's kind of like, you remember party lines back in the 1980s? I know. Back in the 1980s when (laughs) they had them party lines, and you you call in, and there's everybody sitting around in their different houses, but they're on the telephone, they're talking to one another. Yeah it, it kind of seems like it'd be a lot like that like a global um, party line almost kind of like a global party line okay. yeah okay. Um, and it's done through Spotify which you know, I, <laughs> you yeah, know.
2: yeah I know but I they've know. been around
0: they've been around for quite some time now you yeah. know them they have quality music on there they ain't got any Garth um I'm still a little upset about that Are they still but, not you know, have Garth. Just, no, he won't do it. I, but that's, you know. <laughs> that's what, neither here nor there. That's a, that's a listen, Spotify and Garth problem, not Spotify. That is not my doing. But i tell you this much. Let's say maybe, maybe there's a record executive sitting up there on the Spotify green room. Yeah. You get in there and ask about that application and ask, when are we going to get some Garth on the damn Spotify?
2: I think that's a great idea. I'm just idea. saying. Yeah
0: there's a there's a multitude of things in which we could do yeah. with this thing yeah um and you know hell i might i might jump on there you might be able to find me on spotify green room at some point on maybe a thursday would well, you heard in it here first the next the next couple of weeks hell i don't know maybe maybe you never can tell you never can i've never been able to and you never will be able to so <laughs> i would just I just wanted to to call in and and say, you know, I you guys are doing the Lord's work with this Spotify <laughs> green room and uh and I sure I sure the shit do feel uh the Lord in this chilies.
2: <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Spotify green room.
0: Spotify room. Get blessed, ears.
2: Musing your mentals.
3: All right now, winners and losers. Does anyone off the bat? I know we don't all have winners and losers. How about this? I got a winner, and it is L.J.'s boy, Bills Mafia, Josh Allen signing a six-year, two hundred and fifty-eight million dollar deal, go. <laughs> becoming the second highest paid plate highest paid player ever, behind, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Most ever guaranteed because he's technically getting a little more guaranteed than Mahomes, even though Mahomes will get there. Uh, that's Dominic. a lot of money for a guy who had an awesome year and seems to be on the road. But, I mean, it, he is someone who's a little erratic. There was a year where Josh Allen wasn't that good just in our near past. Uh, what do you think about that big contract, Pops?
1: Well, I, I think you, you're. what I'm thinking is you're talking about he's had one really solid year. I, I, I mean, MVP I'm, level year. Yes, and, then, and and I do think he's – that good. I mean, I'm. I think I'm convinced that it. it I think it probably was the right thing. Obviously,
3: I, Buffalo is.
1: I'd like to see. Well, and Buffalo needs to tie people up. I mean, because you know Buffalo's not a destination. I don't think in, in the NFL. I think you
3: get there and you do kind of like the environment. But sure. yeah, at some point when LA calls or, or you know a city where it's not snowing half your season, you kind of go,
1: huh. So I, I, I see what you're saying. So, but I think I think I'm going to say good job buffalo lock him up i think i think he is going to be a hell of a quarterback for many years so so i i'd say Good job.
3: Yeah. LJ, I think your opinion, you're you're all aboard,
2: right? Well, I mean, yeah.
1: I think we called uh, Patrick Mahomes a once-in-a-generation talent
2: after two good games, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's freaking right. go. And then um, I will say the other thing I'm thinking is that I, if I had to be a disposable, foldable table anywhere, I would not want to be made in Buffalo because you're about to get <laughs> over the next six years. they about, about to, to win some through.
3: games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Tony, I think I'm maybe the only one a little skeptical. Tony, you're on board. Yeah,
4: I, I think uh, on this podcast several months ago, we had that argument. If you had to start a franchise, would you start with Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? And I was all over Josh Allen, and I'm still all over That's Josh true. Allen.
1: Yeah.
3: And as of right I, now, I look wrong on that. I was Kyler Murray, and I, I, and I now, look wrong. I'm just,
4: I'm still if waiting. Now, when you <laughs> ask me about my fantasy football forecast, I may have something different <laughs> yeah. this particular year, but. Uh, I, I think it was a good contract, locking him up. He he showed last year that he's he's ready to take the reins good as a good deal.
3: So I, what's interesting to me about that is so like a lot of times we look at money per year and we just go, okay, Mahomes is making he signed like a 10-year, which is odd for NFL kind 10-year, $450 million deal. So he's getting $45 million a year. Allen's getting $43. Dak was somewhere below them, I think $40 million, 41 million, somewhere right around there. Uh but I think what's more important if you're the player or team, I guess, but the years of the contract. I'm looking at it now, and I think the Bills and the Chiefs especially got a steal by signing these guys to as long of a deal as they did because I'm looking at some other deals. Just four years ago, Matt Ryan signed a deal where everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're going to pay him that much money, and it was $30 million a year. That is a bargain now. He's now the 10th highest paid quarterback behind guys like – Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Dak, Josh Allen, and Mahomes. So I I think Dak has the best contract of all of them at $40 million because he's going to, in four years, you would think he's still in his prime. He's going to get another bite of the apple, which you would think is going to be a much bigger apple, or Mahomes, in 10 years, maybe. I mean, we're looking at Brady. Brady's obviously laid the blueprint, blueprint, blueprint that he can still be an MVP level quarterback in 10 years. But I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting. I would be, I would, if you're an NFL team, I would think you're more happy to sign those long term deals. But then again, the Rams are thinking, thinking the heaven above that they didn't sign Jared Goff to a 10 year deal. So I don't know. I, that's that's interesting to me. Well, it's the, always the a years gamble.
2: On too because you, you, you also look at like NFL viewership has dropped over the last couple of years and stuff like that. Like, who knows how big of the pie is going to be in yeah. the salary cap? Um, we've talked about a lot about how the salary cap could be affected yeah. by the pandemic yeah. season. And so, you know, these things you you can't know for sure whether or not you've made a good deal until it's done, just like when you're betting.
3: True. You know? When they signed the Wince deal, I thought, good deal. And yeah. obviously, that doesn't look like it now when they're paying $30 million in dead money. So, it it just goes to I think the Bills are doing a smart thing, and this is something the Bills have done in in his, in their recent past is they like to sign a guy up before the contract resets or yeah, before the market resets. And right now the market for one of the best quarterbacks is somewhere between forty and forty five million. I if, if things go where they're going in two years, it's going to be fifty five to sixty million. So go ahead yeah. and lock up if you yeah. think Josh Allen's that guy. Lock them up, and clearly yep. the they do. And, and yep. I, I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. I, I'm happy for the dude. I think it's gonna be cool. So yeah, let
4: me let me throw some economics knowledge on you.
3: Oh please, please, I can always use a little so
4: economics any, knowledge. Any business is gonna tell you if you know uh, if you know prices are rising, the longer you're allowed to finance a purchase, you do it. True. And True. so any of these, uh, it, all you've got to do is look, and it's in any sport. I mean, you know, 15 years ago we thought. Alex Rodriguez signed it for ten years for 150 million was ridiculous, and now look at—I mean, Steph Curry. What what was that number? 240 uh, million? Crazy. Something crazy. Well, so, I know
3: Luka Doncic just signed a 210 million million no, So, the,
4: so it, it the longer you can, the longer you can finance that out, the better. And I think the bill—that's that's where the what the Chiefs did, and the Bills getting in there and grabbing it and 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 getting your. Knowing what your risk is and being able to finance that out and insure it—that that's the deal. So interesting you say that,
3: Tony, because this is someone you'll definitely know about. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles tried this with Chris Davis, who just retired. They signed him in 2016 to a seven-year, 161 million dollar deal, yeah. and now he's had a bunch of injuries since, and he's retired. And now yeah. he's on the Bobby Bonilla deal. He's gonna get—he's gonna get deferred money. Spot Track says he's gonna get. Forty-two million dollars, but the way it'll work is he'll get three point five million dollar payments every year until twenty thirty-two, and then a one point four million dollar a year until twenty thirty-seven. So my man's cashing million dollar checks. Where do I sign up for that? Is there like a? Well, I think you have to be able to hit fifty-three homers in a season. If you can do that, you'll get close. Okay. I'll start That's working old, on that now. In an MLB yeah. season, in an MLB season, not just like old, not like yeah. little league. Yeah. I'll, I'll, not I'll start working on ball.
2: it. I'll start working on it today. <laughs> LJ's yeah. gonna be
3: out there in the little league game, smashing a team ball. You gotta start somewhere.
2: You gotta start somewhere. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. LJ, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to clean up that
4: facial here. But I think he passed. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll say this about they thought they were was, locking
3: up a long term investment. Tony. Well, yeah,
4: they did. And sometimes you buy Walmart. Sometimes you buy Kmart. And uh, <laughs> you just got to understand. Some t- it happens. But uh, Chris Davis had probably the luckiest season, other than one other athlete that I'm uh, aware of, and that's Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson had one good playoff game back in the was it the '90s? Lift or the, Rob Johnson with the Bills had, he won a playoff game? Threw for 300 something yards, just looked like the next coming of Steve Young, and then snuck it up. But he got like he is, a six, so, seven nah. year contract for 40, 50 million off of one game. That's one guy who parlayed that game into uh, a hell, I hope he's living in Costa Rica. Somewhere. So, who
1: was that guy at Green Bay, Tony? Matt. Uh... Recently, oh, something. Uh, Matt Flynn was it Flynn? Flynn. Flynn. Was it Matt Flynn. Matt Yeah, he, he played one, that one, one game, game. Yeah.
3: when when they yeah. rested Aaron Rodgers and he threw for like yeah. six touchdowns and then the Seattle Seahawks signed him to like a huge deal and the next year Russell Wilson beat him out yeah. as like a fourth yeah. round pick.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's very similar, but I I don't think per cap a uh, uh, per minute per per dollar I still think Rob Johnson that, that one game said but it's very similar to Chris Davis. That was – someone didn't do their homework. And I can tell you, there are several front office people in Baltimore that no longer have jobs because Yeah, of well, contract. when that
3: happens, usually usually some people yeah. lose jobs. It's trouble <laughs> with the curve, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, did you have any winners or do we want to move on to losers? No, I
4: do. Have one? I have right, my winners and uh, I have a winner, and then you get the loser, I'll come around. Okay, Wimmer, my winner is uh, – I hope I'm saying this right – Davenport, Iowa, because –
0: there is the Field
4: of Dreams game tonight. And I saw a little bit of it. It's Aaron yeah, now as we I we're am, recording. I am sure it's going to be back on. I got to see the opening. And I got to tell you, boys, I teared up a little bit. Did you see, Tony? Uh,
3: did you see? I'm sorry to interrupt. But did you see where they had? They, I think, I guess it was it was Kevin Costner. And they had that like, camera angle. Yeah. And the Yankees player came out from the corn. And it looked like yeah. the movie. Oh, Wait, it looks so cool. Guys, about. OK,
2: for the idiot in the crowd, I'm that guy. What is happening? This sounds amazing. Sony, so, explain okay. to me.
4: So this this year, uh, Major League Baseball went to Davenport, Iowa, where the Field of Dreams yeah. movie set is built, and they built a a whole Major League Baseball field right next to the movie set. Did in the corn? corn in the in the corn? If you build it, it will come, and they put stands up and everything, and so. Wearing old-school jerseys. Chicago White Sox and New York Yankees, uh, they're on a travel day. Thursdays are normal travel days, and so they are playing a game, a, a real game. It counts. in stand, it, It's not an exhibition. It's a real game. White Sox and Yankees, they're in their old-school Yankee oh, uniforms, the so old-school cool. Sox uniforms. And I'm just telling you, it, if you haven't seen it, it, if for some reason when you hear this podcast you haven't seen the opening, I'm just telling you, if you've seen the movie, you you like baseball, you gotta watch this opening. Cause wow. at first I thought this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And all of a sudden then like, you get a little touched. I'm like, Wow, is this not awesome or what? So this it's one of those where you're where
3: like, are. This is stupid, and then you're like, Who's cutting yeah. onions in here? This is yeah. kind of awesome. I'm Who's ready to road, road trip and pick up James Earl Jones. Let's go. Well, if they could get James, but anyway, uh,
4: it, it, it's it was amazing, and that town and that 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 field has been built there. They'll probably play there again, uh, but they've got an excellent facility there, so they're big winners, and and hopefully, America and and, and Major League Baseball is big winners too. Because I've got it recording, so I, I'll I'll probably go back and watch the game. Although I'm I'm definitely not a fan of either one of those teams, but I will definitely watch the game.
3: Cool. I imagine that's a new summer tradition. How cool. We'll see. Oh, I, super we'll cool. See. It yeah.
4: is. It's. It, I'm just for this first time. I'm just telling you. If 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 you haven't seen it, go back watch the YouTube or I'm sure MLB Network or or ESPN. I'm imagining will, Tony. It's going to be on Friday
3: whatever. morning. Like we're recording this Thursday night on Friday. Or, or yeah. Is it thir- yeah, Thursday night on Friday morning. You're going <laughs> to see it all over the place because yeah. it, it was the way the MLB did it. The way that it was very well done. It, it was. I'd,
4: it was cool. How it cool. was cool.
3: It, Rob Manfred screws up a lot, but the MLB did good on this one. He <laughs> a good, on good one.
4: one.
2: Yeah, no, I
3: yeah. Agree. Um, uh, Speaking of summer traditions, LJ, did you hear that? The summer tradition for all the JPP listeners is hearing Uncle Tony outside on his back porch. Oh, my God, with the- I'm
2: just hearing those crickets. Jeez, the editor <sighs> I it was is be too hot. inside of me. I thought it was going to be too hot. I thought it was like <laughs> almost
4: – it was 98 degrees here today. I thought there's still going to be crickets out here. Is it not too hot Sorry. for you, Tony? <laughs> oh, I got a big-ass fan. Okay. And a, is it and crazy? A on ice. So
2: oh, good. that's the other sound we're hearing. Great. Okay. Cool.
3: <laughs> Is it crazy that I've? I don't think I've ever seen the entire Field of Dreams movie. From, oh like, God! Bro. Oh, you great. See it. Fix you gotta it. You got to see it,
4: Kevin. Got to. Like I, I,
3: get, I, know some of the references, and I, and I'll tell you when you I watched the it. opening of that uh, the game tonight where they were walking when they came onto the field through the court, and it looked super cool. But I was like. I don't really know of dreams that well. Oh if you're not watching Moonlight Graham
2: so, in the snow of Minnesota, you're uh, not sorry. living.
4: Yeah. No, son, mm-hmm. thank you. Burt Bert is awesome. <laughs> That's a just a great movie. It's a great movie. And I'll say have you seen The Natural all the way through?
2: Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Good, movie, okay. good movie.
4: Since there's fathers and sons on this on this podcast, man, you gotta see those two movies. Yeah. Uh, I just true. gotta tell you, you gotta see them.
3: Sure. Yep. So all right, let's move on. That was a good winner. I'm glad you yeah. brought it up. I meant to, before we got on, I thought we needed to mention this, and I it blew my mind. So I'm glad it, it got on the winners. That, that is for sure a winner. Pops, let's move to losers this week.
1: What well, do you got for me? Honorable mention, I might have to say Skip Bayless, but I mean, he's always honorable mention loser for me. Yeah, so. that's, <laughs> it's a day that ends in Y. And, well, I guess
3: Monday through Friday because he's off the air on so, Saturday. Yeah, so he's Monday through Friday. He's a loser. Mention.
1: But my my big loser is Dennis Schroeder, the the Laker guy. That so here's a guy that turns down. Yeah, explain explain this to LJ and tell so him. So I him think and it was just recently, agency. but earlier this year, the Lakers offered this guy a four year, eighty four million dollar contract. Okay, and he sounds decides, good, Right? Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. I'm That's in. Well, he turns it down. I guess he's betting on himself. Betting which, on you know himself, what? which that's fine. Well, betting on himself got him a one year. Right? Huh? He signed. Oh, okay, yeah, you got, he I signed like, a he contract signed. for one year for five point nine million <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the Boston uh, Celtics. I mean, ouch. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Ouch. I'm sorry That's Ouch. that's that's a big he's got a big L on his forehead. That's yeah. my man thought,
3: what my man thought was going to happen pops was and I'm going to use this reference. I don't I think I'm using it right. Tony clear me up, but he thought he was about to pull a Rob Johnson mm-hmm. and the Lakers <laughs> were going to go to the finals. He mm. would be the guy that kind of was the the third leg to him and Anthony to LeBron mm. and Anthony Davis. And then all of a sudden the Lakers are out in the first round and then he's posting these terrible things about how the locker room is like the coach didn't play him enough and the Lakers said F off and then he thought I'll have suitors and the rest of the NBA was like eh nah we'll see uh,
4: two two things there I, I sure hope he's not married because he's not going to be for long making decisions like that uh, but um, he uh, But the other thing is he, he actually pulled an anti Rob Johnson because Rob Johnson when he got the contract he got he was like uh yeah no, where? Not, sign where? I, sign I, where? Ready sign? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you sure? Are you ready? This? Yeah, I'm playing for Jackson. I actually have Damn, my own pen. Where do you think? Yeah. Does
3: that work? Yeah, I'm yeah. signing yeah. blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: yeah. I no. feel bad, no though, Pops.
3: That's a good call. Good call. I feel bad for his agent though, because apparently, so this was happening. We knew we knew kind of once the Lakers got eliminated. He like it was widely reported that he turned down like an eighty-four million dollar contract. And, and everybody knew he probably won't make quite that in the free agency. I don't think we realized he was going to make less than $6 million. But he was then in free agency while while people were not signing him. Video sir, I, I don't think video service. He posted on his Instagram him doing all these wild-ass skateboard tricks where you could definitely get hurt. And I'm thinking <laughs> if I'm his agent, I'm like, Dennis, things are already bad. Just let the skateboard down. And at least right, put video in yourself. Let's get a contract and then do all your wild shit. But let's <laughs> let's get a contract first. So, and who knows? Maybe he goes to Boston, plays great, and uh, gets paid. But uh, that's one where betting on yourself just that did not work for for Ooh. old D Schroeder.
1: Didn't work so well.
4: Uh, t- Tony, what do you got for loser? Okay, so my loser is the whole Houston Texans front office because <laughs> oh boy and the whole thing. I think I know where you're going. Because so first of all and uh, 1A, I a This isn't guess,
3: about Bill O'Brien. They, I mean, they already no, lost on they, that one. This they is they a new they found another, one. They another way to shit,
4: But they they're going down the same path. And uh <laughs> so they released their uh depth chart uh this week and four string quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Now I I, I don't I I don't disagree with it when you're trying to tell the guy, we know you don't want to be here, so we don't want you here, so we'll put you on fourth string. But that's really not how you sell an asset, you know, because you're going to say, hey, man, this guy is great. We can't play without him. I don't know what we're going to do. This guy, he's on the practice field every day. Man, he is phenomenal. Working his butt off. First one in,
3: last one out. We
4: hate to part with him, but we got him at fourth string. <laughs> and so f- he's four string. They're 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 keeping him out of practice because he's got a quote unquote tendonitis issue. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And and so it's like, come on, guys, how how bad do you need to be? How unprofessional can one organization? Well, did you hear? What happened? Did you
3: hear the report today, Tony? No, I heard there was so, a fake report that he got cut. Well, so as of as, as, as of Thursday. The, the, the Texans got a little bit of trouble. They tried to cut media out of all uh, training camp or at least all their practices because they didn't want people talking to, Pat, uh, to Deshaun Watson. So they tried to cut him out because they said there's a like, – I think they gave I – I don't know if – they gave a fake reason. I don't think it was a, a COVID reason, but they gave a reason why no media could show up. And the NFL was like, uh, no – you're going to run your your franchise the same way all 31 other teams run, and the well, media's going to be there, and we'll see what happens. And it's just the Texans, just I, they're not running a, a professional just, organization no. there. I mean, they have to compete with Dallas and Texas, which Dallas doesn't run a professional organization either. But Texans make Dallas look like it's the New England Patriots. True, true. Just
4: another reason that they're losers and. Uh, you know, David Johnson is their third string running back. Mark Ingram <laughs> is their first stringer. I don't know what they're trying to do. Philip I don't think plays because I, I just like It's just ridiculous. These guys are a bunch of l- l- losers.
3: I think, uh, and we're not going to get in. If you want to learn more about Deshaun Watson, Google it. You'll learn a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't think football's in his near future. I think Deshaun Watson has
2: other I- priorities he needs to figure
3: out. I I would
4: I, I would probably place a side bet on that at some point in time, maybe after we do the clap test on the podcast. But I'll <laughs> I'd place a
3: side bet on that. Well, what a fall from um, L- grace for that guy. Good Goodness. Uh, well, yeah. and he'll get he'll get I he yep. will be back. I just think he's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyhow
4: <laughs> you gotta learn <laughs> you got you gotta learn what a hand towel's for. You know what I'm saying? Speaking, speaking learn.
3: of d- Speaking to Sean Watson, let's finish off our losers here. Um uh, <laughs> uh, my loser this week is I wrote down and I wrote down Schroeder. And I'm glad you brought him up. But my loser is um NFL record holders because they're all especially single oh, gone. season ones. Gone. They're all about they're to gone. get shot. Yeah. Peace now, out. Now, with one, I'm just trying to like, well, I told you earlier on the pod, I was like, my, my mind's trying to grapple with, you know, just just getting used to seeing like big guy, bigger guys wearing single digits. With this, I'm still like someone like me and my buddy were talking about the Cowboys. And we were like, how many games do you think they win? And so my brain's like, well, 10 and six makes the playoffs. Well, 10 and seven, but just because we added a new game now this year. So this 10 and seven make it, I don't know. I just, it's throwing me all off. And what it's definitely doing is all the single season records are breaking. I look back. So right now only eight guys have ever thrown for 5,000 yards in a season. Only one has done it multiple times. With Drew Brees, he's done it five times because Drew Gross. Brees, yeah, in, in the sites. uh But that's about to—that's going to I, that's gonna be the. I don't know if it's the norm, but I bet at least I bet three guys throw for five thousand yards this year, maybe. Uh, and I was looking back at it last year before he got hurt, which he was on a tear and it wouldn't have probably kept up. But Dak Prescott was on pray, on pace to throw six thousand yards last year. 6,000 yards might actually happen. I, it's just all the records are going to be broken. And it kind of sucks because, like, we're going to look back at the Dan Marino stats in 20 years and it's not going to look as good. And those stats, he was incredible. I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I don't know how we judge records coming up in 10 years with hey. adding games and and not letting defenses play the same way they did.
4: Yeah. You know, that's, we do have a, you know, we do have a precedent for that. And that's the NFL went from 14 to 16 games. Yeah. True. And when did that happen? Do you, do you uh, know around about
3: eighties? 80s, 80s. Okay, eighties. OJ so okay, Simpson was
4: a fourteen game guy, wasn't yeah. he? Right. Correct, was, he yeah. was. Yeah. And and so uh, Eric Dickerson was a sixteen game guy. So I, it's it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> it, I I don't know that the extra game uh happens. Be, and here's why I say that. Other than quarterbacks, Kevin, I think you're spot on that the five thousand yard mark is probably going to be crushed this year. And we'll probably continue to be crushed unless the NFL changes some rule sets because it's becoming a passing league. We're, it's more and more like the CFL. But uh, the way that position players are, are are handled, 17 games is probably not going to make a difference. If you've got a team that has qualified for the playoffs in Week 16, they're not playing Week 17. And most players now are not playing a full season. They're going to have a one- or two-game issue during the season where they've got a, an ankle sprain or a strain or because the every the players are bigger and faster and we're seeing more injuries. And so I I'll be interested to see from a for for like the the rushing yards. I don't think it's I it, it's in danger if Derrick Henry stays healthy. But other than that, yeah, but there's
3: going to be another Derrick Henry. I mean, there's going to be, be another, someone but else.
4: I, I just don't see where uh, someone playing a full 17-game season. I, I think we're I, I, First time out, let's see what happens. I think there there's might be some, be some guys management. you know in major league baseball, a lot of guys get Sundays off. you know your mainline players probably don't play on Sunday unless your name's Cal Ripken jr. I don't you know, see so, though do
3: you for are you saying and i I think l j kind of threw this out there just now, but do you see the NFL at some point going to like the nBA thing where load management we do a load management thing
4: i it's possible Maybe. because and this is certainly. It's certainly a possibility because when any team is playing, like, Do do
3: think the Cowboys go Zeke week seven. We're playing, I'm trying to think of a bad team. We're oh, playing someone like Houston, Houston Texas. Houston one and six, yeah, yeah. yeah the Houston Texans, and we just sit Zeke just like a healthy yeah. scratch. We say it's yeah.
4: tendinitis, like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, when you've got a guy like Tony Pollard behind him, and you're that kind of maybe think there's eight to ten play. There's eight to ten teams that have elite players at position and have a more than more than capable backup that we'll see some of that. I don't know. That we'll see it at the quarterback position, but I think we'll see it in the, in the, in the, um, uh, skill position. Well, what you say
2: just over the last 20 years, the idea of running back by committee has become the way that you play running back. There's not almost yeah. commonplace. Yeah, yeah. There's not that many guys that do like, a uh, every down back sort of situation. So I think that's going to just be a little bit more commonplace is even the Zeke's have a, have a backup that comes in more often.
3: Yeah, Yeah. well, maybe so, and I think this is like my—I'm—I've now opened the door and taken a step into—I'm getting older because I'm worried about the records. (laughs) Like I'm worried about how are these kids going to know how goddamn Marino. Well, I, I just – I'm looking at it to. and just think we're just going to break all the records and, and and records are fun and I like breaking them, but I, I don't know. I, I I like 17 games So we That's what we did and, and we're going to – hell, we're going to be playing 22 games here in a little bit and I like football, so more football is good, whatever. So, let's just keep doing it, I guess. All right, I think we're about wrapped up. Do we have – I don't think, you know, for the listeners out there, they usually wait for this, Pops. They wait to hear – A bougie
1: problem and uh, life's just been good for Lyft lately. Do you, do you have anything you can give us? I mean, I, I, I really don't. I mean, life's been good to me so far. So, you know, um, (laughs) all right. I love to hear it. It's all been good lately. Hey, I,
4: I got asked a question. So, um, we got answers. Yeah. well, That's
3: debatable. uh,
4: Sometime listener of the pod. They asked me what, what is a bougie problem?
3: Yeah, it pops. Can you explain
4: what a bougie problem
1: is? Well, a bougie problem would be, it'd be like a first world problem or a champagne problem. I mean, it's it's only a problem. It's not
3: really a problem is what it it
1: is. Yeah, it's only a problem because you're used to the nicer things, right? I mean, it's like, Like yeah. So it's short um, for bourgeois, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's not a problem the proletariat faces. It's a problem the bourgeois the, faces. It's a bourgeois yeah. faces.
4: There okay. You go. Well, there that's you the way go.
2: I explained it. I just wanted to make sure
4: cuz I got that question, what is a bougie problem? <laughs> I I don't understand. Really the the question then turned out to what is a booty booty problem? No, <laughs> no, not no, that's a, a whole different problem. thing. Yeah, it may or may different. not have those. A, we're
2: not bringing them up on the podcast. Exactly I think.
4: Exactly so. what
1: I said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. So that's what that speed walker had was a booty problem. <laughs> He's a booty problem. <laughs>
3: um, I
4: no had to bring com- it up. <laughs> I had it out of my mind. Now it's
3: I won't be able to look at a sponge. Yeah, every time ever you see again. one of those
2: big sponges, you wash your car with. <laughs> that's the other oh,
3: okay. Now that we've gone a little further in the pod, I, I can bring this up too. Oh, if no. you look at a picture of that sponge, you was using. Oh, jeez.
2: All right, let's end this. there's, nope, there's nope, a lot of red. Nope, there's nope. a oh, lot of red oh, on that sponge.
3: Nope, a lot of red on there. Oh, oh no! Oh.
0: No, oh, nope.
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. do we have do i know a couple of the people uh for you it depends how you uh, decide a couple for you and a handful but there's going to be a couple of us listening to uh avid brothers this weekend yes sir um do we want to do a, what we're listening to do you have some. something
1: yeah you would do? i got one
3: all right well, what, what do we got
2: l um so what i've been listening to lately is uh i've been listening to nfl running back arian foster who raps under the name bobby fino He's pretty fantastic. Yes, sir. Um,
3: uh, also, also, just an interesting... He's wow. a cool guy. I've, yeah. I've heard him on... I think he has his own podcast. I've heard him on a couple of things. He's a cool guy. Listen to Bobby Fino. If you like J.
2: Cole by any stretch listener, um, check out Bobby right. Fino. And then I've also been listening to someone who should have been a first ballot Hall, hall of Famer if the Broncos coaching staff wasn't so dumb. And uh, Marquette King has been putting out albums. So <laughs> I've been Boy, rocking that.
3: No, no, that's why? a fact. He was he should have been <laughs> like, Yeah, Why you know, I get that maybe you don't want your punter, and this is I don't know how we got to hear we were talking about punters and what we're listening to, but why is he not still in the NFL? He was I get that he's like a little extra for a punter, but he was a damn well, good. And I punter. can tell you so
2: there I can tell you the whole story. So uh so Let me hear it. John Gruden, who, by the way, uh both hired great fantastic coach hired and fired janikowski so could you imagine seeing his face before you go to bed every night as the person who gave you a career and ended your career but uh Uh but so he got tired of the three career penalties that marquette king had and so he cut him from the team the broncos picked him up because he's a great punter the special teams coach for the broncos decided that his self-taught style was not good enough the self-taught style that got him you know number four in all-time uh punt uh, net averages, um, was not good enough. So he decided to teach them, teach him how to punt properly. And then he, uh, strained himself and, uh, ended up setting records in the XFL and the AFL and is now writing music. Um, so I think if the Broncos head coaching staff wasn't so dumb back when they got Marquette King, then, uh, we might be looking at hall of fame punter. So that's all I think.
3: Hmm. Well, I, I want to go to Dad's. Uh, what we're listening to, but just for the people, why, why, why have you s- mentioning the Broncos? There's a lot of scuttlebutt out there about who's the starting quarterback: Drew Lock, Teddy Bridgewater. Are we still Drew Lock Drew Locke all, all the way? Okay, Bridges I just want to make sure JPP knew who we were rooting for. Okay, Tony shook his we're head. Good. Tony
2: shook his head, but Drew Lock's the answer. Uh,
1: that and that's all we need to know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pops, what do you got? What have you been listening to, or what are you going to be listening to? Well,
1: I, I, I mean, Avid Brothers, obviously, but that's not who. I mean, and I have been listening to them some, but uh, I've chosen them before. This is a guy that I heard about a month or so ago uh, a song called No Sad Songs. And then I was having to talk to our buddy, old Keefies, Keefus, uh oh, the other night. And he said, You need to listen to this guy, Nico Moon. Well, Nico Moon. Is the guy that did no sad songs, and I heard him just on on a XM radio. Well, he's got several at Him, he's kind of a country with a little bit of a rap influence. You know, really good beat. Good time. Good time is kind of my good jam. Good time is good. Drunk over you. Way back. Um, Nico I mean, Moon. I really like the guy. Um, I really do. So, Nico Moon. Now there there are two Nico Moons. This is the Nico with a K. N i k o. <laughs> oh, I didn't moon. realize there
3: was two. So you could accidentally stumble across the wrong Nico. Yeah, there's, like, in, there's the sea moon. What C-Moon? the hell? This, this is the cat
1: listening to. The the moon yeah. is is uh, is different. I mean, he may be very good too, but but not who we're um, talking about. But yeah, Nico he's moon, a different okay. different cat. So uh, right. Nico Moon, that's who no I'm listening to cat cat. right now. All right. And the Avid Brothers. Uh, I like
3: the Nico Moon one. That he, he it's, If you're like. A big, if you're thinking you're getting into country by listening to Moon, you're not getting like classic country. So just go ahead and either don't listen or just be ready for something else. But it's a good vibe. It's a it's good goodbye. vibe. I like it. I like it. Tony, what you got? Well. I, I have, know in a group text that you had something maybe. So. Yeah.
4: I am listening to Prince. Welcome yes, to sir.
3: America.
2: Yes, sir. And and,
3: and um, I, I just by gathering from what I read in the group text messages. It's um not bad. It
4: is not bad, and so I understand why he didn't release it at the time it was made, which is back in 2010. It's a really it's a slow groove, man. It's it's a little bit. Uh, the more and more I listen to it, it, it does have some emancipation to it. If you're a Ooh. Prince fan, you'll Ooh. know that that mm, the CD good. set. Okay, um, it's got a little bit of emancipation to it, but it really is as close to old school funk as I've heard. I mean, old R and B funk that I've heard Prince do, it's, it's got some, there's, there's a really strong baseline in it. Um, the, the side B has some different songs to it, but there's no really out there. Like what was, he just put this on there to make a statement. Uh, but, uh, it's all good listing stuff. And, um, and the lyrics, when you start listening to the lyrics, it, it literally is as if he had written it, um, this year, uh, for all the, the things he's talking about with, uh, racial tensions and and class struggle and all that kind of stuff, you know, that Prince normally writes about. But uh, uh, it, it's I'm t- it's pretty good to me, and I I, I think it's a uh, hot summer is a cool little thing. But welcome to America, man. You just sit back, sip you, sip you a drink, and go, yeah, uh,
2: that's, this is all right. That's the next album on my my list right now. You,
4: I mean, yeah, I it's, we it's wait. yeah, next up, it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
3: That sounds ideal. I I I've been just Avid Brothers trying to get prepared for this concert, and and I'm I'm so far, I haven't found a song that I you can skip. I mean, I I, I was like I'm gonna just go through all songs and just see if like see what we got in every single one. Yeah. they're just a solid band. Yeah. So
4: stuff. let me know where y'all where y'all going to see Avid Brothers. The amp uh, in Rogers
1: in Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas yeah. Music
2: Pavilion. Mm. Mm.
1: Heading up tomorrow. Friday the thirteenth, baby. Well, let's go. There you go.
3: Um, I am wrapping up a uh, so the the White Lotus. I, I think we mentioned this one yeah. day. On the pod. It's my I have one. Uh, there's one five, season finale is on Sunday, so I'll yep. have my show ends. I don't know what I'm going to watch. I need to figure out a show. So I don't. I, maybe come next week. I have one, unless y'all have a suggestion. But I, I'm. Kind I need of open. one too.
4: I'm, I need one too. We just wrapped up. I just wrapped up Love Sick on Netflix. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, we've, uh, but I, yeah, I'm waiting for this final White Lotus. And they just announced a season two of White Lotus, but all new characters. But Mike, okay, White, I was about
3: to say, how are they going to? Yeah, do Yeah, it's okay. all new
4: characters, but Mike White's going to uh, write, direct, and produce it. So same guy there. So that that'll be I- good.
3: I can understand the people who aren't a fan of White Lotus, but I love it. I think it's hilarious. I mean, I oh
4: man, I love it. it. Um, I love it. It's not bougie a problems, man. It's not a,
2: a show, problems. Kevin. But I, might I suggest Field of Dreams and uh, <laughs> and what was the other? Oh, uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> well, Big, Big Lebowski's Lebowski, on my yeah. list. It
3: might be Big on Lebowski. my list um, coming up here in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> so we'll see.
2: There you go. <laughs>
4: There you go. You All might, right. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I, you might try McCartney one, two, three. I, oh, gotta I, have I said today. that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yes. But dude, that is that is really fun to listen. That to. That
3: will do it for another. I think great edition. Our pages are the ones that matter. I think another great edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We will see you back in two weeks on the first, where we're going to talk some NFL football. Are Woo! we? Are we gonna? talk some Big Lebowski, LJ? Well, can we, we talk
2: t- some Big Lebowski? Can we do that? Can we do that? Are we I'm just in. putting
3: that down? Are we, are we writing that pen and paper or Big oh, Lebowski? I want to write that yeah,
2: in pen. Can we write that in pen? Does everybody agree?
3: Yeah. First. All right. Counting. I circled it too. Alright. Big Counting. Lebowski and NFL. Does it get better? Dude, no, They go together. For you. It doesn't, that. It doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. get better. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap us up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook or Twitter or any social media. Just it's like, type in just press play and hit the follow button. And then wherever you get your podcast, if you're not already subscribed to us, make sure you're subscribed, whether it's Spotify, Apple, wherever you're at, we're there. And while you're hitting that subscribe button, go ahead and hit a rate and review. Just let us know what you think. It really helps. All right, guys, I will catch you. Some of you at a concert in Tony in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace. The day is here already. You gotta, I can go That you about. So, oh yeah, I
2: some. I like so, so that's what we Should we play What You're Drinking? Okay. Leaf what You drink?
1: I mean, I guess I would be sipping on what I guess one would refer to as basically a dirty martini, right? It's vodka, and olives, and olive juice. That's it. On the rocks. On the rocks. There you go. your ratio. What's your uh, olive juice to vodka ratio? No. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's got to be 20 to 1 or something. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. No, no, no. Not your, not your fuel mix for your boat. Uh, to <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. telling you, there's a lot of like that, uh, and then a little, there were like two little boops, maybe a third because I needed a little more. <laughs> what was that? Just do The one was kind of poor, and then it
2: was <laughs> split, so it was cool. can move, or just straight. Uh, I mean, I gave you all G- the cheese G- G- stuff. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
4: is a French
3: Some, is that a good summer for yeah, me? Pop them up, put it up against your back, coming out there mowing the grass. Ah, that's good. Uh, I like so, the your flavor too. I just like yeah, it.
2: Uh, like, yeah, I like the ice of your makes or breaks in it. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. Matter, but that's true. That's true. What's that?
3: that's true. So, with the old fashioned, is that more of a, a winter drink? Is that a good style? Because yeah. whiskey has a way of kind of warming you up a little bit. I had it two weeks ago and it was hot AF and it was still really good. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I coffee mean, yeah. was good. Having whiskey in a flask
2: is always a key way to survive the winter in Chicago. So. Yeah. <laughs>
4: So no oh, well, Yeah, Malord's well, gonna save your life. Um, if you're in a dire situation have more killing Or one way or another. I <laughs> know it's a recipe I didn't say. Just to give you a little I'm gonna give you a little hint here. if you like old fashioned, you probably ought to try a I Manhattan. And the reason I say it, it's it's easier it's easier to fix. to it. so, yeah, yes, right. because it's bourbon and, and sweet vermouth And a cherry So you know it's it's good. I'm gonna show you like a served batteries, yeah. And it's it is mighty tasty, I'll tell you that. Now, All right, right. I'll put Angus Girard bitters on pretty much anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> some good bitters. I'll
3: put it in my Bloody Mary. Hell Yeah drink. I'm a big fan of, like, a Bloody Mary to
1: kind of, if you're doing, like, a, a tailgate or something, like, to the start the, the market of the day. Oh, yeah, when you're going to be day drinking, I mean, a Bloody Mary is a great way to start. Awesome. Or to be awesome. Yeah. You, you can order, two you can order too many Bloody Marys,
3: though. Like, like sometimes, you, it's, like, it's like a, a Bloody Mary could be, like, bowling. You know, that first game's awesome. But that second one, that second one, you should uh, <laughs> your yeah. yeah. Maybe so. Yeah.
4: Get a sour in your stomach right? <laughs> Maybe I should have switched to beer. That was a little too much to me. I like the you
2: like I like it little spice. I like it little spice. I like mean, spice. not over the top, but I like it. I like it. Tiny. Spicy. I like it be so Tabasco. Let's go. I'll like, let's, let's go Yeah, and see. Yeah,
4: yeah lift a test. I'll make a piece of blood, Mary. You yeah, yeah, it's pretty
3: good. Really good. Right right in the middle. Right I in the school spot. Is, is there a, what's the, uh, you know, no free ads. If they want sponsors, they can sponsors. Mm-hmm. But Zing Zang, is that, is that the go-to? Zing Zang Zang for seems me. to be, uh, I have found now
2: that
4: the secret ingredient to a good Bloody Mary is pickle juice.
2: Yeah, I hate pickles, but it, it makes the Bloody
3: Mary better. For sure. Yeah. Pickle juice and Lee and Perrin's. Now, will y'all do the thing, sometimes restaurants will throw like, they put, I, I know like the olives in the bottom, but they'll put like a, ba- a piece of bacon in there too. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's a neat little surprise. Whatever. It's that's a too much. It's a neat little surprise. I like that.
4: So we got a piece of pork with your Bloody Mary today, sir. I hope that's oh, okay. The pork's always a yeah, nice.
3: it's just a restaurant's way of like trying yeah. to trying to make it look like that Bloody Mary was really worth. Let's take it from a four dollar Bloody Mary to a fifteen dollar Bloody Mary. Right. <laughs> right.
4: And I'll say, much like anything else in the world, that's where Bloody Marys have gone wrong. You know, you had a nice, solid Bloody Mary. It's it's tomato juice and vodka and some stuff, right? But it's just yeah. there to drink. And now you got. People putting hamburgers in it, you got (laughs) French fries, you got four pieces of maple bacon, (laughs) chills with the bloody Marys, guys. Just (laughs) like anything else in America, over excess, you know, let's just (laughs) stick to the Bloody Mary, shall we?